Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners, just like you, rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. You're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. Last week, I walked into a grocery store for the first time in over a year without a mask, and I felt completely naked, to be honest. I'm vaccinated, and our governor actually had lifted the need for masks in our state here in California, but I felt completely naked. I started looking around, and some of the people that were in the store, well, most people, we're still wearing masks. And please know this is no statement on whether you should wear a mask or not wear a mask or all that kind of thing. I'm simply sharing my experience and a learning that I had in the process. So I, when I did see people without a mask, I felt like I should give them like a head nod or something like, hey, what's up, bro? How's it going? You know, I felt uh, like I could see into their soul almost because now I saw their face. But I also felt like I could be seen in this weird way. And you got to know, I'm normally a slightly introverted, kind of more of a get through the line kind of person. Like I'll say no receipt, no mask or no bag, no receipt, no mat, no bag. And uh, but we have this grocery store here in the United States called Trader Joe's. And the people at the checkout are trained to ask you questions when you check out. I do not know why. Okay, I do know. They're trying to make you feel comfortable, but it has the exact opposite effect on me. I hate being asked these questions like, got anything exciting going on today? Yeah, I'm working. You know, it's just, oh, it's just awkward. But I found that the mask actually gave me something to hide behind. But now my mouth was uncovered. It felt exposed. And so I started thinking, should I talk more? Now, should I smile at them? Wait, wait. Have I smiled at anyone in over a year? Seriously, I started wondering this. Have I been smiling at anyone? My wife tells me, you need to smile more because my face looks pretty intense. Okay, it's a bit like, you know, people talk about the resting face. Mine's like the resting killer face. That's what it looks like. So I have to remember to smile, but I'm thinking I'm not sure I've smiled in over a year outside in public because I've had a mask on. Then I started realizing that my mask for the past year has been preventing more than just a virus from being transmitted or received. 
I truly think that my mask has been like a psychological shield that's allowed me to hide and avoid many of the interactions that I may have normally not wanted to have. I can kind of stay hidden. I don't have to talk as much. I don't have to smile or interact. Now, I know for you extroverts that are listening, you're like, well, I know the mask is killing me. I just want to connect. I get it. I get it. But for me, I found that the mask, well, it prevented me from having to be vulnerable. I was almost depersonalized as a human being. I was just like this body, and then my face was covered with a mask. I'm not really a person anymore. I'm just trying to get through whatever I'm doing and be done with it. And the same thing with the people around me. They're almost kind of depersonalized. Or maybe I depersonalize them because now that they're wearing a mask. This could just be me. I don't know. Maybe it's just those of us who are a little more introverted. But I'm wondering if this has been your experience. I'm wondering if the masks have been shielding us from having to interact with others. One of the things that I see, I read about everywhere, is that going through a pandemic is incredibly stressful. Now, I don't feel like I felt that that much because my life hasn't changed a whole lot because of the pandemic. I couldn't go to movies. I couldn't go to the uh, grocery or I couldn't go to uh, restaurants. My wife and kids were, you know, not in their regular environments, but, but my life didn't change much. I was super, super fortunate. But I also realized that I still was experiencing stress from the pandemic. Why? Because there is so much information. It's like, oh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Well, it's getting better. It's opening. No, it's closing. It's opening. No, it's closing. It's just so many vulnerabilities, for lack of a better word. Feeling vulnerable, like I'm kind of just not fully feeling grounded and like stable. It's one of the reasons why here in the United States, people just flock to the grocery store to go buy toilet paper and wet wipes because we were like, we want to be able to wipe our butts if things go really south. Why? Because we feel vulnerable and just being able to wipe yourself showed that that was a thing that we could feel like was we felt good about and we felt like I don't want to be vulnerable in that situation. I don't want to be using leaves, okay? So I'm wondering if... Actually, hiding behind a mask has shielded us from having to deal with one more vulnerability. With so many vulnerabilities over the course of the last year, has the mask become a psychological shield to protect us from vulnerable interactions? In her book, uh, Daring Greatly, Brene Brown, who, of course, I'm sure you've heard of, she describes vulnerability this way it is uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. Uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. It's when we feel unstable in some way, when we're outside of our comfort zone, when we're forced to encounter something that's unfamiliar. So what I'm wondering is that is, has my mask, has your mask been a way of us emotionally armoring up or shielding ourselves preventing us from having to deal with scenarios or people who bother us or inconvenience us or make us feel nervous. And I'm wondering if the mask has, well, if in some way it has worked to numb our emotions a little bit, that we've kind of numbed out 
because of all the stresses, because of all the inconveniences, it's a way for us to kind of numb out. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I do believe that when I shield myself from having to interact with others through this mask, I'm not just shielding out things that make me feel vulnerable or anxious or awkward or whatever, those tough interactions, but I'm also shielding myself from the heartfelt life-giving interactions as well. All the good things, because there are times when I'm out in public and I have just great interactions with people and it feels good and life-giving and heartfelt. But if I shield myself from all those interactions, I don't get any of it. I don't get the tough ones, the anxiety-producing ones, the ones that make me feel vulnerable, but I also don't get the good ones. Brene Brown says that vulnerability is the core, the heart, the center of meaningful human experiences. She writes that vulnerability is not weakness and that uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure we face every day are not optional. Our only choice is a question of engagement. So we're going to feel uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure every single day. The question is just how are we going to engage with it? What are we going to do with it? She writes that we ultimately sacrifice relationships and opportunities that may not be recoverable. We squander our precious time and we turn our backs on our gifts, those unique contributions that only we can make. We do that when we avoid being vulnerable. Now, I'm going to tell you, I hate being vulnerable. I don't want to be vulnerable. That's exactly how I felt when I was at Trader Joe's without a mask on. I'd rather feel safe and inside my head and shielded up. I want to be inside my brain thinking all my good thoughts and not have to feel anything or deal with those heart issues. But you know what my heart wants? My heart wants connection. My heart wants love and belonging, and joy, and empathy. And the only way that I can experience those things is when I allow myself to be vulnerable. What my heart really wants is to embrace again, to embrace, to embrace again, to be connected in a way that is vulnerable. Now, to embrace again, well, It starts with me. Before I think about embracing with others, and I know it's simultaneously, but simultaneous, but I got to start with me. What does it mean for me to embrace myself again? Well, it looks like me going inside and taking time to be vulnerable with myself. I know that sounds weird, like be vulnerable with yourself, but that's what happened to me last week when I was doing my Solarize 7. You may have heard me talk about in episode 221 about this whole thing called Solarize 7, where we do one thing every day for seven days. It's part of our whole Solarize community that we're developing on Sunday mornings. And what I chose to do for my Solarize 7 was one thing, which was to meditate every day for 15 minutes, because I don't normally do that. And I knew, man, if I do that, it's going to help my Solarize and be refreshed. That's what I chose to do. And as I'm meditating, I start to realize that In as much as I want to avoid the vulnerabilities that are outside of me, all those people, places, and things that cause me to feel awkward and, you know, vulnerable, the most vulnerable, unsafe place in the world is actually inside my own mind. Because the person who criticizes me and belittles me the most out of anyone in the world, by far, is me. Yeah, it's me. 
And so, you know who I protect my heart from? I protect my heart from myself because I don't want to expose my heart to the crazy thoughts in my brain that say I'm not good enough and that I'll never be able to uh, match up to, you know, these people that I would compare myself to. Or my heart wants to protect myself from the shame of past failures or whatever it might be. And so it was during this time of meditation in the last week that I intentionally chose to drop the armor, drop the masks, drop that wall of protection, and actually be vulnerable. I started to be vulnerable with myself. I sat with things that scare me. I started to say, well, what are the things that make me nervous right now or scare me or cause me fear? What are the things that I feel like uh, could hurt me or uh, hold me back from fulfilling my destiny? Those things that make me feel anxious. And as I thought about them and I just sat with them in meditation, I was kind and loving to myself. Instead of somehow making fun of myself with my brain, like I sometimes can, I embraced myself again. I was vulnerable and kind to myself. Now, what's the benefit of this? Because I'm always looking for the benefit. Because if this is just like warm and fuzzy feelings, like, I don't know, is there any benefit? Is this going to help me grow my business? Is it going to help other people in the world? Well, the truth is, the more I am caring for myself, the more compassion I have for myself, that's going to result in more positive self-talk. I'm going to feel better about myself on a daily basis. And when I feel better about myself, not only do I show up more present for my wife and kids which that's going to make me feel even better because they're going to be feeling for love. I'm going to show up more present for my clients, my customers. I'm going to feel more loving, more compassionate, not only toward other people, but myself. And that feels good. And when I feel good, you know what I am? I'm more productive. And I love being more productive. But on the other hand, if I'm hiding behind a psychological shield, protecting my heart from those things that could hurt me, I miss out on the opportunity to connect. To connect with myself, to connect with others, to serve others, and to truly show up with all of my giftedness. Now, I want to invite you to do something courageous, and that's to just try this on with me for just a moment. This whole idea of embracing again. And so I'm going to close my eyes. And if you want to do that as well, unless you're driving, pause this, do it later. Um, and I'm going to take several deep breaths in and out. And if you want to do that with me, just to, just to get centered, let's take a big deep breath in and out. Big deep breath in and out. One last one. In and out. I want to invite you to put your hands over your heart. It's a way of helping yourself feel safe and loved in this moment. Just tell yourself you are safe. You are loved. You are safe. You are loved. As you allow your shoulders to just kind of slump down, I want you to feel the 
that shield out in front of you. See it begin to lower inch by inch. Your eyes can see above the shield out into the future. Keep lowering that shield lower and lower and put it off to the side. You are safe. You are loved. Perhaps you see this shield that you've developed not only around your entire being, but around your heart. And that armor, I want to invite you just to allow it to visually drop. That you could see this beautiful picture of your heart beating underneath your hands. And that as that armor drops from around your heart, that you with your very hands could feel the vulnerabilities of your heart. Recognizing that there are things that you are anxious about in the present or the future. Things that you perhaps have a sense of regret about the past. Perhaps even feeling some shame over decisions that you've made. Feel underneath your hands and the pulsing of your heart, the nervousness that you feel of potential opportunities that are in front of you. And with your hands there, lovingly holding your heart in this moment of vulnerability, you say to yourself, you are safe. You are loved. You are safe. You are loved. You are safe. You are loved. May you receive those words into your heart. And in this moment of vulnerability, I want to invite you just to wrap your arms around yourself and hold yourself tight, embracing yourself once again, that you can be vulnerable with yourself, that you can be safe, that you are loved. You are whole and complete. You don't have to do or be anything else to be loved. Feel the vulnerability. Feel the safeness. And feel the love. You have embraced yourself once again. I want to invite you to go ahead and slowly open your eyes. Ah, yeah, 
It's good, right? It's good. With your hands still over your heart, I want to invite you to receive this blessing today. May you have the courage to be vulnerable. First with yourself, dropping that mask, the shield, so you can care for your soul, so you can love yourself, so that you can continue to embrace yourself. And may this week be filled with all sorts of blessings in your life, every blessing that you need, relationships that you would feel deeply connected to one another, that you would have health in all aspects of your life, and that your finances would be blessed. Go in God's grace and have a wonderful week. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.